Good afternoon and welcome. You're listening to Kim Ariano and it's Walk the Talk with Kim. We uh, want to invite all of you folks out there to thank Pearson Law Firm, where you can expect expert representation and a kind, compassionate attitude. That's the Pearson Promise, and that's our show sponsor for the Walk the Talk with Kim show. We are a show about mission-driven and nonprofit organizations in an effort to inspire the community to think of something different and to come up with their own creative solutions. So we have a real jam-packed show today, uh, but we did want to let folks know about some uh, events that are coming up. Uh, tomorrow, and I do have um, a seat left, uh, tomorrow we have Generations in the Workplace. It's a workshop uh, event that we're having in Issaquah, and it starts at 9 o'clock in the morning and goes until noon. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the generational shift. Organizations are experiencing multiple generations in the workplace, and by 2014, we're anticipating that the millennial generation is going to outnumber the baby boomer generation in the workplace. And so how do we get all that knowledge transfer from the baby boomer generation to the other generations? Um, and how do we keep the baby boomers engaged and creative and innovative and thinking something new and something different while at the same time working on soft skills development and everything else with the younger generation? So uh, this is an opportunity for those folks. If you're a human resource professional, uh, you can get a, what we call HRCI credits or credits for your certification. Uh, it's worth 2.75 credits. So if you have um, if you have an interest in going or you want to learn more, you can email me at Kim at WorkforceEvolution.com. That's WorkforceEvolution.com. Uh, or you can uh, call me at area code 425-888-9790. Uh, 425-888-9790. And then uh, we also wanted to let folks know that on the 30th of October, we have our Psychology in the Workplace class coming up. And in that class, we're going to be talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the Jahari window and all kinds of really fun stuff. But what it really comes down to is we're talking about people's perception. I wanted to talk a little bit about this um, because I've been engaged in a little bit of a Facebook dialogue. I've been trying really, really hard to stay out of the politics on Facebook that are just getting really frantic now, like they've never gotten frantic before. Um, and we didn't have Facebook four years ago like we have Facebook today. Uh, so it's really interesting as a fly on the wall um, to observe as opposed to interject. But today I was called to interject kind of more with my analytical scientific lens and uh, made an observation um, that had nothing to do with a judgment or a feeling or anything. And it sparked an incredible dialogue. And so I want to thank those of you who probably know who you are for dialoguing uh, with me on the subject of how... How do we get our political system back so that it's working for us as people instead of being a very polarized, bipartisan, um, popularity, soundbite, zinger, gotcha, whatever it's kind of become today? And part of that, that conversation is what is the role of fear in our society um, is it manufactured? Is it inherent? Um, what's reality? What are we actually living in? What can we control? What don't we control? And how are fear and stress and ambiguous situations really creating an environment that um, doesn't have really much to do with the real world? So uh, anyway, that was kind of fun. But those kind of ideas and concepts and, and questions also come into play when we're sales reps or when we're working with nonprofit organizations and doing fundraising is how are we coming across? Are we creating an environment of fear um, which sells short term, but long term doesn't serve us? Um, or are we taking the time and the energy to create a more substantial environment for our nonprofit folks, um, our fundraising folks, the people that are donating to our organization so that we're creating a longer lasting, slower burn, so to speak, um, in our organization? So that event is coming on October 30th. Um, from 9 until noon, and you can get more information again by going to Workforce Evolution. We'll post it on the Walk the Talk with Kim Facebook page. And one other thing I want to let you know, as of today, this morning, 
Uh, Walk the Talk with Kim is on Indiegogo, and we are raising funding and money for this show. So um, there are production costs associated with uh, Walk the Talk with Kim, and so we're out there raising money in the community right now so that we can keep the show going and keep it on the air. And uh, we still have our wonderful um, Pearson Law Firm who is sponsoring the show, but we're always looking for more ways to expand and to get better. And for that, I need more of a staff um, I need uh, more help, and we need to look at how we're going to do this for next year. So if you have any interest in being a sponsor of the show, your name in lights, uh, you can go to Indiegogo. All of that information is on Walk the Talk with Kim right now on our Facebook page. But we'll get more information posted on walkthetalkwithkim.com. So if you want to be part of that, if you want to be a producer on the show and, and, uh, and help us, um, that's something that's an opportunity for you to do as well. So with all that, now I'm going to take a breath here and welcome Eric. How you doing? Hey, good afternoon, Kim. I'm doing well. I should have probably done that first before I went into my little Facebook rant. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> have you noticed that it's just getting... Well, we're very close wow. to the election now, so yeah. I think that uh, political discussion will probably taper off here in a few weeks. So oh, we I'm sure. The day after election. that sigh of relief, you know, but uh, yeah. it, is, it is interesting to see uh, people, you know, Argue it out. Uh, and, you know, especially with the debates last night, which yes. were interesting. So. We're very, very interesting. Yeah. But I don't think even even four years ago. So so much has changed in the last four years that we had Facebook. But I mean, Facebook came out in 2007. So it was only a year old. And while people may have been using Facebook and now it's completely different. And so it's not just. Um, commentary they and discussion. They were blogging about it on their MySpace before, Right. So. <laughs> but it was something you had to actively go look for, right? Or you'd get right, emails, right. which that's really heavily frowned upon. But, I mean, this is a different political environment that we've ever seen before. It's more in your face than it used to be. Absolutely. That's for sure. But I, I think yeah. the ventral was probably <laughs> about I, you're, the same. You're you know, probably so. right. But it's it would be interesting to see if the demographic of the undecided voter, who is that? Are they people that are on social media? <laughs> I wonder if they're just people that are just divorced themselves from a society or aren't taking it i just from a scientific perspective which is the ones i prefer to look at things um it's just a so many things to study that's all true enough very exciting (laughs) so we have a very good friend of the walk the talk with kim show in the studio with us today we have joy stevens with o to joy and um she is coming on to talk today about end of the year fundraising activities so we were just talking about fundraising and creating an environment that's more conducive and i know uh, joy and i have talked about this before we've talked about um you know, how you uh, create an environment of giving so that people want to give with you, not because they're afraid, but because they want to be a part of a really great solution. Uh, So we're probably going to talk a little bit more about that today, but um, welcome to Joy. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Kim. Good. Excellent. And we also have with us um, Steve Screen. He's with an organization called Uber Direct. And uh, we're going to be talking with him about direct response marketing for fundraising and nonprofit organizations. So welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. So does any of that that I was talking about regarding psychology of sales or psychology of, you know, anything that you have to can and keep in mind, Mr. Marketing person, I'm sure. Well, you, you spoke to fear. And that's uh, one of the big things that holds nonprofits back from raising more money. And it's the fear of not asking more, the fear of bothering our donors by asking them too often. Ah. And most nonprofit organizations, uh, we look at data from hundreds of organizations, only one in my entire uh, 20-year career has asked too much. Only one. Really? Most organizations don't ask nearly enough. Wow. They should be asking more. That's the number one thing you can do to, to pump up your year-end fundraising. Well, that brings up a question. We'll just dive right in. Mm-hmm. Um, that brings up the question then, so if I'm asking for money and I'm part of a nonprofit, I'm maybe making an assumption that everybody's asking the same person for money. Uh, Is that happening? Well, uh, Too much asking in general? Well, I, I mean, it, it depends. There are lots of worthy causes. There are, there's 1.5 million nonprofits in the country today. That's one for every 200 people. Uh, average donor supports seven to ten nonprofits, so they're not really your donors, right? Mm-hmm. They're you're sharing them. Um, the, if if you've got a real cause, if you're really trying to do something good in the world, should you stop asking because the other people are? Mm. No. Yeah. no. I think one good of the question. things that I find with my clients, and particularly at the board level, is they are not able to articulate the with them, like mm-hmm. what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. Because you can go out there and you can talk about 
your nonprofit and all the wonderful things you do, but so what? You know, you have to, when you are talking to the person and when you're asking for money support, you have to be able to drill it down to what's in it for that person that mm-hmm. you're asking. And sometimes it's as broad as just having, you know, a better community in which to live. What if we could get rid of homelessness, which means that somebody will not go out and resort to crime, not because they want to, but because they're hungry. Right. So, you know, you, you really have to bring it down to what's in it for the, for the donor. And I think that if somebody perfects that, and are and they're comfortable having that conversation, then the asking, the fear goes away. And right. you know, so. so we're coming up to the end of the year, mm-hmm. and we thought this would be a great topic because mm-hmm. now we're talking about your end of year fundraising letters and the galas and the events and everything that are the auctions that are coming up this time of year. It's always a great time of year for that. So yes. you've got some tips for us. You're going to want to share, right? We're what October the seventeenth. Yes, two and a wow. half months before December thirty first, and. There could be some nonprofits out there who are scrambling. I got a very frantic phone call on Tuesday morning from a client, and their challenge was a gala that they were planning. They had their volunteers, or so they thought, lined up, and that didn't quite pan out for them. The volunteers didn't quite do what they said. So here is an organization that has, if you will, all their eggs in one basket, and that's a challenge because they're not going to make their fundraising goal if this event doesn't go over. So what I wanted to, and you know, when you and I talked about this, I thought, okay, so here we are, so close to the end of the year. What if you take a look at your budget, you take a look at your books, and you're not going to meet your fundraising goal? That's a problem, because if you don't meet your fundraising goal, that means you cannot deliver as many programs and services as you would like. So what can you do between now and then? And, you know, and one of the things that I hope all of the nonprofits out there listening have already done is thought about the fact that they're going to send out an end-of-year appeal letter. And that's really why I invited um, Stephen Screen, president of uh, Uber Direct, to be on the show with us, Mm -hmm. Kim, because that's his area of expertise. He knows what needs to go into a letter that is going to catch someone's attention, the do's and the don'ts. Right. But And so, you know, we certainly, I would, with your permission, of course, we'll have a, a conversation about that. But if I can just share a couple of other tips. Sure. You know, one of the Please. things. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we're all going to go Christmas shopping, right? Yes. Well, okay. yeah, maybe. Or <laughs> I'm going to think about it. <laughs> holiday shopping. Yes, exactly. So assuming that we are. I would like to invite your listeners to think about going shopping at nonprofit sites. For example, there is the National Geographic Society. They've got wonderful. Uh, there's a subscription to the magazine. There's calendars. There's T-shirts. There's all kinds of good things. There's a, I found about 22 of them, and each one talks to your particular interest. There's St. Jude's Children's Hospitals, one of my favorites because uh, many of our clients, our sickle cell, uh, sickle cell fund for family of, uh, oh my goodness, I know. (gasps) That happens, doesn't it? Sickle cell fund for families in need. Our clients in the Memphis area would take their children to that hospital for help. So uh-huh. that's a particularly one that's near and dear to my heart. And if you have a child or someone that you know with sickle cell, that's an easy, you know, we um, we don't have Lindsay with us today, but Lindsay with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, she, has, she just was diagnosed in January. And so now she's... Um, involved in the Crohn's and Colitis uh, walk. So you're right. You, you almost need to look at what you're passionate, you know, and, and who that's going to attract. That's right. And, you know, just bridging back to an earlier conversation that we had about the ask, that's the other really important thing about the ask is, yeah, you have to articulate what's in it for them, but you have to understand the person's hot button, the one mm-hmm. you're talking with. Because, you know, not everybody, I love dogs, but not everybody is a dog person. Who's you, not a dog person? I'm a dog person. I'm a dog person. I know Eric's not. <laughs> I am. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. I am a dog person. You're I, a dog I'm, person. You just I'm saddened that you would make that you like them so <laughs> assumption much, about don't. me. I'm sorry. You're a cat person, though, for sure. I love all animals. But okay. Yes. There you go. Nicely done. I, I, I happen to have cats at this be, juncture in my life. Way to be bipartisan. Dogs are great. Yep. Not political. Very good political. job. Very good, Eric. I'm impressed. <laughs> so I apologize. Yes, you're, not a problem. You're a dog person, however. Oh, not yes. everybody is. Right. So if you are a dog person, please consider doing your Christmas shopping on American SPCA, for example. Huh? They've got great items on there, and, and so on and so on. Like I said, I found about 22 of these sites, mm. and I've put it on uh, the O2Joy Facebook page. Oh, and so how do they get to that? It's just O2Joy. Yeah, Facebook and then O as in the letter O, and then okay. space, the number two, space, the word joy. Gotcha. And that's our Facebook page, and it's, uh, yes. So anyhow, I, put, I listed the ones that I found on there. So Perfect. what if you don't have, okay, so let's say you're the nonprofit. Remember, this is all about raising money by the end of the year. What if you do not have um, an e-commerce site on your website to sell things? Mm-hmm. So what do you do? If you've got IT that's handy and you've got product that you already have an inventory. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're T-shirts, maybe they're hats, maybe they're pens. You can put that online, and you can publicize the fact that you now have a shop mm-hmm. online and use the social media sites like Facebook and tell your donors and followers that, you know, Christmas shopping, we now have a shop online site. Come and take a look at what we've got. That's a way to raise money. And so we were um, actually just talking about this last week uh, because we had someone who, and um, her name is Abby, and I cannot remember the name of the organization. We'll have to go back and look. Um, But she works with women in Africa who make jewelry, and these are uh, women that are rescued from the uh, the sex trade. Uh, there and so they make their own jewelry and so she's got jewelry that she's selling but she doesn't have a place to sell them so where would she go so she's got this jewelry but she doesn't have a website okay so what she should do is she should partner with a nonprofit whose cause and mission talks to that point Mm -hmm. okay so you were talking about where where in africa is this jewelry made i don't remember okay assuming for a moment it's in south africa for example you at the beginning of this program, you talked about a nonprofit that helps orphans in South Africa mm-hmm. because mommy and daddy died of AIDS. Right. She should consider approaching them and, there you go. and offering her jewelry to them, and hopefully they can put together an e-commerce. You agree, Steve? Yeah, that's a a great idea. More and more profits are seeing a higher percentage of their income come from product sales. Right, Mm -hmm. especially products that's made from the demographic of the people that you're trying to serve. Yeah, absolutely right. And they want to know that their money is going to someone that they can really identify with. They want to know what that money is going to go do. And with a product like that, it's it's very clear. It's a linear relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's a great idea. So if you go to and um, I will we'll put your Facebook page on my Facebook page so they link. So what I think what I heard you say is that you've got a list of companies that are doing these types of things or ways that you can do your Christmas shopping through um, and, and helping nonprofit organizations as opposed to trying to keep those separate. So if you've got a dollar, you can donate it or you can buy something with it. And, you know, buy something with it that also donates. It's a win-win. Right. And here's the thing. You just, oh, it's a great segue into the other tip that I had for folks is instead of going out and buying somebody a gift, whether it is from the local retailer or whether it is from the National Geographic Society, you can also make a donation in someone's name. Ah, there you go. Okay. So let's say, let's use, for example, you go to Sickle Cell Fund for Families in Need website. You can make a donation and have a, we will send you a gift card, and then you'll put that in your greeting card that you give to the person and say, your gift for this Mm -hmm. year is I have made a donation to Sickle Cell Fund Mm. in your name. So that's another way. But, you know, the thing is that nonprofits have got to make it easy for people to do that. You know, if somebody clicks on the Donate button on your website, and it takes them over to your e-commerce portal. Do you make it easy for folks? Do you even give people the idea to do that? Mm-hmm. You know, 
So sometimes you have to hold your donors by the hand and say, okay, you can do this, you can do this, and you can do this. But you've, you know, you've, you've got to make it easy for folks. Um, I, I have to give a shout out to an organization I think does this superbly, and that's Northwest Harvest. Um, you go to Northwest Harvest and you can donate, you know, um, maybe $500 and give them a list of people that you want them to send Christmas cards to or holiday cards to on their behalf. And then they what they do is, and I did this for... Um, when I was working at the phone company, I sent this to all of my vendors and all of the people that work for me and you know, all my business contacts. And so I made a donation to them. They, I just sent them my Excel file. And they sent out cards that said, you know, happy holidays from Kimariana with Avaya. This, uh, we have made a donation on your behalf. So instead of sell, uh, sending them cookies and candies and all that kind of stuff with peach. You'll love to get, we just don't love to eat. Um, but sending that was a really great way to kind of kill multiple birds. I didn't really have to do much of anything, but just send the list and, and say what I wanted them to say. And they did all of the legwork. Yeah, it that's was, fantastic. It was excellent. And they made it really easy for you. Very easy. And you're more likely to go do it again. Yes, and I have done it just about every year with them. So they're a really great organization. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break here, uh, just a moment. But when we come back, we're going to talk um, more about uh, other fundraising activities. And that appeal letter, I do want to hear more about how that um, we should word those appeal letters. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim on AM 1150. Hi, I'm Jerry Pearson, and since 1977, we at the Pearson Law Firm have guided individuals and their families through the legal process to seek justice and restitution in insurance disputes and personal injury claims. At the Pearson Law Firm, we work hard to secure justice in civil matters with a network of resources, a wealth of experience, and a compassionate attitude. That's the Pearson Promise. Contact us at 1-800-423-8473. That's 1-800-423-8473 for a free case evaluation. Or check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com. Does your organization crave new ideas? ThinkShop can help. For 16 years, ThinkShop has inspired creative thinking at Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, and nonprofits. We help you imagine new offerings, strategies, or ways of doing business. Our proven processes and engaging workshops deliver powerful results. Learn more at thinkshop.com. Every generation needs a voice, and on Mondays at 2 p.m. here on Alternative Talk 1150, Lewis Howard's show, Head of the House, is the voice for the 20s, 30s, and 40s. Head of the House brings education, insight, and information that brings health and healing to the challenges of managing your home, relationships, and your career. Tune in once, and you will be hooked. That's Head of the House every Monday at 2 p.m. here on Alternative Talk 1150. Want to hear something different from talk radio? The choice is clear. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim, where you can take me by the and... He never says the H in that song. Every time I hear that song. British people tend to drop the H. Yeah, I guess something <laughs> like that. Uh, you're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. We're talking about fundraising. And Ode to Joy, I just wanted to let folks know that Joy is giving away a free class on November 14th um, from 8.30 to 12 p.m. And you're giving away one? What's that little signal there? You're yes. giving away a free class, and uh, that's from 8.30 to noon, and it's fundraising from A to Z held in Seattle. And I think what we're going to do, rather than have people call in today, is let's move this to our Facebook page. And so I'm going to ask a question. Let's think of this really quick, what we're going to do um, in terms of a question. But go to our Facebook page and tell us about your experience. So maybe your experience, ah, I know what we're going to do. It's Pay It Forward Week. 
It's this week. And uh, so the Snoqualmie Valley Women in Business are sponsoring the Pay It Forward Week. And we've got all of our cards out there and we've gotten started. And I visited uh, some second graders and some fifth graders to talk about paying it forward. Basically what this event is, is if you go to the Snoqualmie Valley and you get a little purple card, it's because someone has done something nice for you, like maybe bought you coffee or something like that, held the door open for you. And what you're supposed to do is pass that card along like a hot potato and do something nice for somebody else and pass that card along. Along. And so in the theme of Pay It Forward, whether you're participating or not, um, let's talk about a way, if you go to our Facebook page, about a way that you have paid it forward in your community or someone has paid it forward to you. Let's share our experiences. And then from there, we'll do a random drawing and we'll give away um, this free event. Um, but please um, also let us know how, if you're part of a nonprofit organization, because this isn't going to help anybody unless you're unless you're part of it. So right. let's... For people that can use this, let's get on a part of that contest and talk about how um, maybe people can uh, pay it forward. Or even if you want to talk about why you really need this, that will be another thing, too. Did maybe we that's tell even your better. listeners the name of the workshop, Kim? Uh, it's called Fundraising from A to Z. I did, but we you can always did. say it again. I apologize. It's Listening all good. skills. I need to work on that. <laughs> it's okay. And maybe I didn't. I don't know. I'll have to fact check that quick. Here, fact check that now. <laughs> Um, giving away a free class fundraising from A to Z. So what a great thing. So um, look for the question uh, for that free giveaway on our Facebook page right after the show. I'll go ahead and post that or maybe even on the break. And uh, we'll give away that free class. So thank you, Joy, for that. We really appreciate it. So I'm going to take a step back and let you guys talk a little bit more about the fundraising letter. So this is great. If you already do one, this is a chance to kind of think about ways that you can do it differently. If you've never done the end of the year fundraiser, why don't you start out with us on why that's so important and then what that should contain. Okay. Now, at the beginning of the show, I talked to you about Stephen being the subject matter expert in this area. So I'm going to let him talk about it. But before I turn it over to Stephen, I just wanted to, you know, talk about how many nonprofits count on the last quarter of the year, maybe even the last month of the year to get their lion's share of their income. Because, you know, we're in the middle of gala season, so they get money from that. They send out their end of year appeal letters and they do at the end of the year because people start thinking about tax deductible receipts and all those other good things. It's the time for giving. It's the time for being goodwill to all men. So it all ties in very nicely. It's a good time of the year to do it. But so I'd like Stephen to talk to us about best practices, right and wrong, tips, so that your end-of-year appeal letter motivates the recipient to act and send in a check or go online and donate. Sure. How do we get people to send us money? Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, you ask them. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me well, write that down. Yep. Yeah, very, very. Nicely. We're going to start right at the bottom here. Awesome. We're going to build from there. <laughs> that's a good place to start. The, 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 uh, the thing I'll say here is I come from a fundraising agency background. So we, for all of our clients nationally, would send out tons and tons of these every year. We would look at it. For, what was, uh, Kim, what were you saying earlier? The, your rational lens. Mm-hmm. Your, yeah. We, that's how we would look at these. And we would look at every single one to see how it performed. What were the response rates? What were the average gift sizes? And we would figure out what worked over time. And, of course, we're standing on the shoulders of the people who came before us. But uh, what I'm about to share with you is what the data says works the best. Good. Not what your board chair likes not what uh, someone's personal opinion. This so when is, someone says we should do a golf tournament and everybody goes, we don't want to, but he really wants to golf, so we do a golf tournament, that you're yeah. going to tell us that that may or may not be a good idea. Not necessarily the most strategic <laughs> way to think about development. Good. And this is on tape, so now I can play it for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, bring me in. I'll play bad cop. It's no problem. Yay. <laughs> so fun- fundraising letters this time of year is the... Uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, it's shooting fish in a barrel. People want to give. Giving goes up this time of year. Uh, send a year-end appeal. And really, send three year-end appeals. That's what we advise our clients to do. Send one around Thanksgiving, uh, mm-hmm. one a couple weeks after Thanksgiving, and then one that lands in homes right around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, most organizations are fearful of asking too often 
so they don't ask often enough. And, and the big national organizations, if you look in your mailbox and you support uh, American Cancer Society or anyone like that, you're going to see a lot of stuff from them in the mail this time of year. It's because they know that everybody's busy. It's, it's, we all have lots of things going on, and not everyone can give at the same time. So yep. they talk to you more than once. So talk to people. Ask more than you're already asking. Uh, number two, uh, make sure you're asking really powerfully in your letter. We advise our clients to ask three times in every letter. Once in the first three to four paragraphs, once in the last two paragraphs, and once in the P.S. Hmm. And and I, I, I hear the hmm, which usually means what what uh, why why in the P.S. What's what's going I'm on? I'm just there? trying to think of what the flow of that looks like, and based on what I've seen in the past, going, yeah. oh yeah, I've seen that in well, action. So, so here here are two fundamental truths that most most, most nonprofit don't know. <laughs> uh, one. Most people don't read your letter. They scan it. So to assume that someone's going to read the whole thing means you usually build up a whole argument and you ask once at the end and then you're done. And that's not how people process direct mail. They scan it. So you need to ask them multiple places so that wherever their eye dips into the letter, uh, they reach an argument that ends up with an ask. So um, the question I have with that is, is so polite people and society says you don't walk up to somebody and say, hi, how are you? Can I have some money? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of what people think that they're doing when they ask. But what is an example of a way that you might be able to um, ask creatively when you first open a letter? Sure. Well, we, we, we have, there are lots of different strategies for how to open a letter. But usually the ask that we work into the first three or four paragraphs, we're just simply reminding the person reading it that we do want them to send in a gift. This is not just a friendly letter. The letter exists to get a gift. So you do a good job of saying that up front. So you, you talk about, say, uh, you're working with a homeless woman. You talk about a woman whose story you're going to tell. You introduce her, tell a little bit about the story, and then say, I hope you can give a gift today to help this woman find a home. And then move in her story. Yeah. So that's a nice way to do it. Now, good. can I go back to the PS just for yes, a second? Yes, please. This is crazy because most, most people don't know this, but a German eye institute did these fantastic studies for how people read direct mail. About roughly 80% of people, the very first thing they read in your letter is the PS. Because they look, they open the envelope, they look at the letter, they see who it's from, they scan the front page, they turn it over, they see who signed the letter, and then their eye goes down to the right. What's the next thing they read? The PS. The PS. So the PS is usually the first thing they read. The PS is the most important two and a half sentences of your whole letter. Are these the same people that read the end page on the book? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if, if the Germans have studied uh, them. I'll bet they have. They probably have. Somewhere a German has studied that. Yeah. I'll bet you dollars to donuts. They probably but have. Yeah. But yeah. So so it makes the sense, is right? remarkably important. And a lot of people say, well, I hate fundraising letters. I don't like those PSs. It's just a repeat of what we said before. But it's really important, especially when you remember the truth that nobody reads the whole thing. Any good college student or high school student is going to tell you, you go to the end of the chapter and you read the summary. And that tells you everything that was contained within the letter. And say you have a couple of children that are 10 and 12 and really busy and you're pressed for time. What do you do? You skim the letter. You Mm -hmm. don't read the whole thing. So we need to remember that truth. The same Mm -hmm. thing is true, by the way, for newsletters. 80% of the people read headlines, picture captions, and pull quotes. That's mm. it. That's it. You ought to be able to tell the whole story of your nonprofit in headlines, picture captions, and pull quotes. What's the last one? Yeah. Pull quotes. Pull, pull quotes, quotes are those um, – that's sort of a graphical newspaper layout term for the quotes that you see in bigger text highlighted ah, in uh-huh. bold that are often in the middle of the uh, article where the text is wrapped around it. Gotcha. So like Wow. The, yeah. So, Great advice. So – so we're beginning, we're beginning to see here, so if we want to raise more money in this super fruitful time, we need to ask more often, right? When you write a letter, remember what it's for. It's to ask. It's not a report. And then in that letter, no one's going to read the whole thing, or at least very, very few people. That would be more accurate. Mm-hmm. So ask multiple times in that letter. And then when you're asking, be really specific. I'll say, I'll say two more things. I could go for an hour, but I'll say two more things. <laughs> be really specific and, and get someone to imagine doing what you want them to do. Would you please... Make a gift today, put it with the enclosed reply card, and put it in the envelope. Get them to imagine it. Don't say, uh, help support us today. Yeah, you don't leave it ambiguous because no. then if somebody has to think about what they want to do, it doesn't get done. It doesn't get done. Make make it dead simple like we were talking about earlier with websites. Mm-hmm. 
So, and then, and then the, the final thing is don't ask them to give to you. Ask them to give to the beneficiaries, to your cause. Too many organizations will say, will you support us with a gift to us? And really the, 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 benefit, the, the donor is in this relationship with you more because of the beneficiary than because of the organization itself. So right. ask them to help the homeless woman. Don't ask them to give a gift to you to help the homeless woman. So an example of that might be, why don't you come on board and be a partner sponsorship on the Walk the Talk with Kim and help nonprofit organizations get a voice? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. You know, a good place to go for some ideas as to how to frame. Very nicely done, by the way. I Thank you. That, that was, that was slick. The, I've seen if the marketing guy is impressed. No, there you go. <laughs> you know, a really good place to go to get some um, an idea of doing just that which you so eloquently did, uh, Kim, is the UNICEF, Ah. UNICEFUSA.org. What they have done is they have said, okay, for $32.88, you will provide notebooks and pencils for Mm -hmm. eager students. So you know exactly where your money is going to. And that's, that's a great tip, Stephen. You know, be specific. What are you going to do with my money? Because I know that, you know, my nonprofit giving goes to two nonprofits. Yeah, okay, I'm a little biased. I sit on the board of both of them, but so that's where my money goes. But, um, you know, when I look at some of these things or when I get letters, and I get quite a few of them, I like to know, okay, if I give a gift of $50, what is that? What's it going to do? What's it going to do? Yeah. Look at this one here. For $3,109, you can... Purchase a motorbike ambulance. It wow. tells you exactly what that ambulance is used for. Pretty self-explanatory. So you but can anyhow. go to a Christmas card and cut and paste that right on there and mm-hmm. say, look what you bought. Mm-hmm. On behalf of the Human Fund, as George Costanza mm-hmm. would put it. But hopefully it's a yeah. legitimate organization. So You know, and if I can talk just briefly from a layman's point of view, I am not the, the writer. Mm-hmm. And the crafts person. That's when someone that would hire Stephen your is. company. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, this is this is really great, good, free advice for some organizations that are kind of just getting started out. But if you really want something that's going to be hugely impactful and you've got a lot of jobs and lives and things writing on it, you, asking a professional, bringing a professional in um, with your organization is really kind of the direction that you want to go. Because you've got to get the wording right. Yeah, you absolutely do. And, you know, let's assume you you have not budgeted to bring Stephen in mm-hmm. this year because there's two and a half months left and chances are it's not a line item on your budget. You know what I do? A great way to start the letter because that's the hardest thing is getting started. I find that the best way to start, and you tell me if this is a good tactic or not, Stephen. Okay. I start by thank you for supporting our organization with your $50 gift or thank you for attending our Zoombathon fundraiser in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I just find that when I open a letter that way, I feel that I've personalized it somewhat because I do. I quote exactly how that person supported us during that year. And then I find that it's easy to, to write the rest of it because otherwise I'll sit there and I'll stare at a blank piece of paper mm-hmm. and not get anything done. Yeah, it's, That's a great way to start the letter. Yeah. I wouldn't start every letter that way because sometimes you're just asking for help. Right. But exactly. the, the active ingredient there is you're speaking to one person. Most organizations will start the letter about us. Right. Let me tell you about the great things that we are doing, uh-huh. right, where here you're actually writing, Joy, a letter to a person, and the dynamic is totally different, and then the person becomes engaged in the letter because it's a letter to them as opposed to marketing. And that's interesting because that's you wouldn't talk. I, we, we learn formulatically how to write, you mm-hmm. know. Here's what I'm doing. So now that you're all excited, here's how you can help. We don't talk to each other that way necessarily. No. It's like, how are you doing? How you know those mm-hmm. kinds of things? Mm-hmm. How does somebody get a hold of you in your organization? Uh, well, you can find us at uberdirect.com. Okay. Uh, you can email me at Stephen with a V at uberdirect.com. Okay, so. perfect. And we'll put that on Walk the Talk with Kim's site. Thank and you. Joy, how do they get a hold of you? Joy at o two joy ent. Dot com. ENT.com. You got it. So we'll put that information on as well. And you help organizations. Um, we'll remind folks, what do you help organizations do? Fundraising. Yeah. Our mission is to help organizations create a sustainable revenue stream. 
so that they can spend their time and their energy on that which they do best, and that is providing Yay. services to the community. Imagine, yep, imagine. That's great. Well, thank you both for coming on the show, and don't forget to go to our Facebook page at Walk the Talk with Kim and give us information so we can get you into that free class. And if you don't get into the free class um, or you want to come, how does somebody sign up for this? www.o2joyent.com backslash workshops. And we've got 25 different workshops now we've really expanded. So there's... Holy moly. I know it's the social media. There's eight on social media alone. Very good. Well, we're going to have both of you come back because I have a lot more questions for you about social media marketing and you as well. Thank you both for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it. Thanks a ton, Kim. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have a guest that we're going to be introducing on Walk the Talk with Kim. Are you plagued by a toxic relationship? Are you frustrated with a lack of motivation? Workforce Evolution offers classes that explain why people behave the way they do and how to change patterns that wreak havoc on business and relationships in order to accelerate innovation and creativity. Go to WorkforceEvolution.com to find out how you can join a free class. That's WorkforceEvolution.com or call 425-888-9790. Hi, I'm Jerry Pearson, and at our firm, whether we're working on an automobile crash case or helping a client who's been injured by a defective product, we focus on justice. We're passionate about serving our clients. Our successful approach focuses on the right issue at the right time with the best tools and expertise available. We focus on collaboration and cooperation. Clients support that process, and they respect our abilities to manage the legal process, to demystify it, and to explain choices and opportunities, and also their responsibilities. Contact us at 1-800-423-8473 or pearsonlawfirm.com. That's P-E-A-R-S-O-N lawfirm.com. Or you can check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com. Mount Side Gymnastics Academy is now open in North Bend, offering gymnastics classes and summer camps to get your little ones and big ones moving this spring and summer. From recreation classes to competitive team, they have the gymnastics scene covered in the valley. Visit them online at www.mountsidegymnasticsacademy.com or call 425-292-3152. Get your kids flipping and twisting into summer. Tell your friends the place to be is Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. I'm Kim Ariano, and we have an interesting guest with us on the show today. We have Larissa Wong, who is with an organization, Flirting with Attraction. And she is, um, well, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your organization and why you're here? Okay. Well, um, this is actually just an event. Flirting with Attraction is a bachelor bachelorette auction that will be at Sweet Lounge in Bellevue. Um, We're raising money for two uh, local organizations, um, Hope Heart Institute and Queen It's New Day. I'm actually in the running for Mrs. Washington right now, and those are two um, charities that are part of my platform and two that I work with that are important to me and um, probably committed a lot more (laughs) than more than just being in a pageant would would require. So So you're running for Mrs. Washington. Yeah, good. And so um, these are the two organizations that you're supporting. Um, Among many, my my platform is actually the importance of volunteering and helping moms learn how they can include their families and in their volunteer work and excellent yeah. idea and we also have Danny Drager on with us as well hi Danny you've been Kim. with the show before yes how are you good good it's been a while though and so you're here it has been a while probably about two years 
three, I think. Has it been three? Yeah, Holy three. moly. I've been on the air a long time. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Danny was one of our first guests on the Walk with Talk with Kim show. So um, you are working with Larissa on this event. Yes, Can you tell I us am. about the event? Yes, it's exciting. Yeah. Larissa brought me on because I also really believe in the tour organizations that she's working with. Mainly for me is... Judy Hoff's Queen It's a New Day, which is an organization that is going to, for the first time this year, start a non or not a, a continual program that goes after the event that she's holding here, November twelfth and thirteenth, for a hundred nominated queens that get to go through this program to build their self esteem, come back, try to really make a difference in the community, and learn how to be successful through the mentorship and the program. So we're really exciting to excited to put that on for her and start making that thing happen. And so this event is kind of a launch and a kickoff to her you know, main event. Yeah, her Which, main event. Honestly, I know we're here to promote our event, but she's in desperate need of what she calls Queen's Ladies for the event where these are mentors that work with each woman throughout um, the year to help build their self-esteem. We provide clothing and it's such an amazing organization so very good yeah so you're looking for mentors yes we're looking for mentors for her event which is in the second week in november so that um is is actually what queen it's a new day is all about so um this event is to raise money for that event if we raise us uh sixty thousand dollars we'll be able to provide um mentor programs and and clothing and resume building and makeovers for 100 women so for an entire year it's it's wow yeah that's so amazing and sixty thousand dollars isn't much so we're really hoping we can pack the house and raise the money that we need and so the event we've talked about them on a couple of different occasions here so the event that we're talking about that's tomorrow what event is that that is flirting with attraction and that event, we are auctioning off. We have lawyers and doctors and runway models and uh, radio personalities. And we not ha- me. No, no, <laughs> no. But people from the Sandusky family. So oh, we're good. yeah, yeah. We're Wonderful. really excited about that. And we we have. Um, I mean, you name it. There we have people from all walks of life. And and our date packages include everything from trapeze classes to. A murder mystery dinner. Yeah. Uh, so, it's a, so this is an auction. Yep. Yes. 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 Yep. Okay. And it's at Sweet Lounge in Bellevue. And, um, at 7 o'clock yeah. p.m. And, tomorrow. And they're, they've been tremendously supportive of this, too. They're donating the space to us. And, and all of our dates have been donated as well. So we ha- we've had a, a huge amount of support for this event. So if we can just fill the room and we can raise the amount of money that we need. And both organizations, both Hopart and Queen It's a New Day, will be there to talk about their organizations as well. And so admission I'm seeing is $20 uh, before the event and $30 at the, at the door. That is correct. And you've got VIP tables. Yes. What do you get through that? Um, with the VIT, VIP tables, there's guaranteed seating right along the stage. And it's like this beautiful booth. I don't know if anyone's been to Sweet, but if, if you haven't, oh my gosh, you got to check it out. It's beautiful. And you also get these amazing swag bags. Yeah, we which, have lots of great swag. Oh my gosh, our swag is amazing. Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> is only the VIPs get the swag bags? or. I, we um, have swag bags for both, but the VIPs are a little they more get the, upgraded. Yeah. They get the upgraded yeah, swag yes, bags. Yes. So, and your swag bags are, are worth um, over $100. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Swag bags are awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. I love the swag. Yep. Very, very good. And so you well, our guys are going to donate tickets. tickets. Yeah, we're going to yes. do, we're going to do, we'll do a Facebook uh, blast out here on Walk the Talk with Kim. Um, after we get out of the radio station, we'll head out to uh, post something. So... Go to the Walk the Talk with Kim Facebook page. Yep. And then also, too, we also have a Flirting with Attraction Facebook page. So you can just go forward slash, you know, Facebook forward slash Flirting with Attraction. You can find us there, all the event info and everything that you need to know. Um, feel free to find Larissa and I if you have any connections or anything else that you think that could be beneficial to us to let us know. Um, this won't be the only thing that we're doing for these organizations. So if there's something comes up even after the event and you can think of it and there's a way that you want to support, please find us. We're pretty we're pretty out there you can find us very easy yeah so, so for a night of fun it supports two organizations including uh queen it's a new day and the hope Heart institute and that's tomorrow october 18th doors open at seven at sweet lounge and that's located on the lobby floor of winter garden plaza at the hyatt regency hotel in bellevue Correct. and you can uh, pay for that 30 dollars at the door or 20 dollars before the event 
and uh, VIP tickets are available for that as well. And um, this sounds really exciting. So um, that's the event tomorrow. Yes. And then for more information, if folks want to find out more on that and to sign up, where do they go? Um, contact Larissa or I for right now. And then also, too, you can find both Heart, Hope Heart Institute and Queen It's a New Day have Facebook pages with, you know, that you can dig up from our And our Facebook so. page would be Facebook uh, slash uh, flirting with attraction. Okay. So that's how they found out more, more yes. information. Yes. Yeah. It has everything there. You, you can see pictures of our bachelors and bachelorettes and, and hear about their the date packages. Yeah. yeah now, we have that it? there, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's there now. Okay. Very good. And then what's the next event? Um, actually, the next event that we're doing is not until January. Yay! Oh, okay. So a little bit of a break, but um, so we don't need to worry about that. We'll have you back on to talk yes, about that. Yes. When is your voting for, or when are you uh, doing November your November third? Oh, that's coming yeah, right up. Yeah, yeah, two two and a half weeks. So, so you're on the pageant plan. And I the am. Pageant I am. Pretty plan. Oh my and all gosh! That kind of yeah, stuff. Well, you're gorgeous. You're oh, absolutely gorgeous. Oh my gorgeous. gosh! Thank you. I it's it is a lot more work than I ever thought. I'm new to this pageant <laughs> thing, and it's um, it, you're not a honey boo boo. Huh? Oh my gosh! I had to like Facebook. <laughs> I mean, uh, YouTube. How to curl my hair? Like I didn't even know how to curl my hair. I'm like. Oh my gosh, how do I do this? I'll go to YouTube. Isn't YouTube great? I learned how to do um, uh, French manicure on YouTube oh. about three weeks ago. Oh, so, <laughs> so I was like, I wonder how you did this. So, oh, I did it. It looked pretty darn good. Yeah, right. that's now, you go. but yeah. YouTube is great for that kind of stuff. Yes. You learn how to quill your hair. I learned how YouTube. to be a girl, pretty much. Is. Very cool. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to be at the event tomorrow so people can see you and yes. say hi and yeah. all that kind of fun stuff. Yep. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show again. Thank you for having more us. information flirting with attraction. Yeah, yeah. Facebook.com slash flirting with attraction. Yeah. And you're going to be representing, do you represent like a city or a town or something? No, like because I, I knew I was moving in the middle, so I'm technically Mrs. Pacific Northwest at the moment. Oh, so. very good. <laughs> well, thank you both for coming on and thank you for the ticket. And go to Walk the Talk with Kim for more information on the giveaway ticket for tomorrow as well as the free class for tomorrow. A lot going on today. Take a moment, take a breath, that beautiful fall air, and look around your community and see how what you can do to make a difference. But most important, have a beautiful day. It's a beautiful-